Hello, and welcome to the RV Lifestyle Experts, the podcast. My mission is to help make your RV lifestyle flow smoothly. Every month, I bring a new insight to the RV lifestyle. With 25 years living full-time on the road, my viewpoint may bring a little excitement or clarity to your day. As a continuation of the RV Industry Death Spiral podcast, let's take a look at warranty woes for a minute. In the race to the bottom, RV manufacturers have cut production costs to the core to build units as cheap as they could possibly can so they can be sold as inexpensively as possible. The lowest price RV wins the game. There's not enough profitability built into this business model for the manufacturer to cover the enormous cost of repair to correct problems with the products they build. Evergreen RV went out of business due to the enormous number of buybacks and warranty claims, but hey, they sold a lot of new RVs. The warranty issue is a source of contention that is getting worse every year. In fact, one dealer told us his company lost 500000 in two years in unreimbursed warranty costs. Someone suggested it was time perhaps that he'd find a new partner. But he replied that all RV manufacturers are guilty of playing this game. At least the manufacturers tied, tied to his dealership are. It is beyond frustrating for consumers to be told that their warranty claims are being denied within the warranty period. It's worse when they need service on the road, and the dealerships insist they pay for the service upfront and submit a claim for reimbursement from the manufacturer. It is even worse when the consumer buys an RV with a one-year warranty, but only gets to use the RV two or three times that year because it's in the shop the rest of the season. As a result, many problems are not detected until long after the limited warranty period expires. Now on to carry capacity, true or false. Lightweight, that magical word, conveys the idea that a Prius can tow 35-foot travel trailer. Almost every manufacturer boasts of having lightweight RVs that can be towed by vehicles the buyer already owns. Many dealers sell that idea to consumers to find out later it's a lie and that they really need to buy a $50,000 truck to pull their $50,000 travel trailer. It does not just impact towable RVs. A few years ago, another blogger was writing about her Fleetwood motorhome. After the family bought it, they discovered it would carry everything but people. When the weight full of fuel tank, freshwater tanks, and propane tanks were taken into consideration, the difference between the gross vehicle weight rating and the actual weight of the RV was just 400 pounds, and people, food, and dishes were not yet accounted for in that equation. Now let's put the RV dealer on the spit. We put our trust in these people who sell and service our recreational vehicles, There's an industry code that is backed up by law that states any vehicle leaving the dealer's premise must be safe to drive. The RV data report told us a different story. RV dealers are on the front lines of the RV industry, the foot soldiers engaging in battle every day. They're the face of the industry at will, and the group most likely to take shrapnel from friendly fire and hostile customers. 
These small businessmen and women are becoming more professional every year, but there are still some glaring deficiencies as a group. Perhaps the most significant problem for which RV dealers have direct authority to solve but choose not to is service capacity. They are laser-focused on selling new and used RVs, but it's a rare dealer that invests in expanding the business infrastructure to service those RVs they sell. Now, take into consideration that people buy RVs to travel, and when they do hit the road, their RVs have a tendency to break something almost every week. When Gerber started traveling in his rig, the first 30 days his leveler stopped working, the freshwater inlet valve broke, and the air conditioner cocked out. The earliest an RV that could fit in, in <coughs> to the schedule, if the staff were to reply to the inquiry at all, was six weeks. There seems to be a consistent issue in that technicians cannot diagnose a problem and fix it right the first time, which requires multiple appointments to correct. It's a never-ending vicious cycle. A stereo system installed, but the technician forgot to attach the roof antenna. The hydraulic motor that services the slide-out stopped working. After paying $99 to overnight a $500 part, the technician replaced just a section of the motor assembly, not the entire thing. So after having it repaired in August, it was replaced again in February. The driver's door would come ajar while driving, and you could not open the door from the outside. After a technician fixed the problem, you could open the door from the outside but could not lock it from the inside. Rotors repaired in February and replaced again in April, with the second technician saying there was no way the rotors could have been turned the first time because they were so worn it would have damaged the machine. Another dealer fixed a broken water filter by installing a new filter housing and jerry-rigging the connection so that all the water to the kitchen sink went through the filter instead of just the filter water faucet and ice maker. Now it takes four minutes to fill the tank. For far too long, the RV industry has relied on handyman tinkerers to fix most issues with their own RVs. However, that luxury is quickly coming to an end. People once grew up fixing their own cars and were actually taught auto repair in high school. Today, many people have no interest in fixing things and lack the skills to do it well. Why is it that most RV owners need to adopt a service technician after buying an RV. The industry could do well to develop and include an R2-D2 robot with each RV built just to diagnose and repair the vehicle. RV dealers have com been complaining about the inability to find quality technicians. Why this industry doesn't have a permanent, comprehensive, online, multifaceted training program to allow technicians to educate themselves on every RV component is baffling. Stranger still is that there is no concerted effort to recruit technicians to the industry. As an update on that, NRVIA is now turning out qualified technicians. See my update podcast about this issue and find out how NRVIA rushed to the rescue. But most RV dealerships post shop rates between $125 and $160 per hour. Most mobile repair businesses start at $100 per hour after charging 
$100 just to show up. So all it takes is for one consumer to encounter a dishonest or unethical RV dealer to give them all a bad name. Manufacturers generally know who is screwing up in that regard because the bad dealers are reported by consumers and competitors, but somehow they never make it out to the consumer. Honestly, the RV dealership staff is a problem. And many times the dealer isn't fully aware of what's happening in his own store. Here's the ugly truth. RV owners are better educated today than they ever have been. They often quiz dealership staff to determine if they're being told the truth when it comes to buying and servicing RVs. That sums up the RV experience in the past and pushes us into the near future. Soon, however, the industry will make that turn to quality. The European RV industry's quality manufacturing footprint is walking across the pond to the USA. If the current manufacturers here don't make that leap, they will go the way of the auto industry. Change or retreat to the bottom of the list. It is possible for RV builders to make quality RVs. If one company can do it, they all can. So check out Big Changes Coming in a future podcast here on the RV Lifestyle Expert. If you're looking for more information about the RV Lifestyle, visit Amazon.com and take a look at my three-volume book for women-only RV Lifestyle Collection 1. It includes three of my ebooks in one ebook volume. This makes it easy to find the answers to your lifestyle questions. The ebook contains full versions of traveling solo in your RV, care and maintenance for your motorhome, and how to save money while enjoying the RV lifestyle. Join the thousands of women traveling alone in their RV and live the adventure of a lifetime. Everything you need to know to get started is included in For Women Only RV Lifestyle Collection 1. It's a simple life and all under your control. Here's a small taste of the information included. How to be safe on the road. What are the basic things to look for when buying a motorhome? Tips to show you how to buy an RV hundreds or thousands of miles away. What you need to know when choosing that first RV. How do you deal with the RV, with the repair shop? What about sales tax and registration fees? How do you manage power, AC and DC? What do you need to learn about towing your car? Where are the best RV accommodations? What is boondocking, also known as primitive parking, and can you do it? Information about adding solar panels to be off the grid is in there too. Learn how to maintain a comfortable lifestyle on the road. Plus, plenty of tips on how to save money while enjoying that lifestyle. So look on the description page for a direct link to my ebook. Until next time, see you down the road.